Hello and welcome to the Increased Odds Podcast. I am your host, Justin, here with my co-host, Nolan. And today we are going to be going over all of our picks for Week 9 College and Week 8 NFL games. And since Nolan and I have kind of changed some things up, we changed... How we're not going to alternate first pick uh, every week like we have been. Basically, we're going to reward the person who did the best in their picks the previous week with the first pick this week. Basically, it just adds a little something extra, a little extra motivator between us to get the picks. That way, uh, Nolan or I can't steal each other's picks. So it's always nice to get that first pick in so that. You know, your pick can't get stolen. And basically, since Nolan won the college games last week with his 2-1 record, we are going, he is going to get first pick this week. All right. And with that first pick, and I'm going to chicken out and not do them, have them straight again, but I'm taking East Carolina at BYU plus three. East Carolina, plus three. Ooh, going with a nice Friday game, huh? Oh, yeah, you know, I only pick exciting games. Yeah. No, I don't I don't hate that pick. Um, BYU's kind of just falling on hard times. Notre Dame killed their will to want to play football, it seems like. Yeah, and I don't, I just don't think they were ever actually that good no that's fair they they just started out the the year playing those like top 25 teams and doing all right in them and people just kept getting hyped on them yeah they beat baylor in overtime in second overtime and then other than that i mean they got beat by three touchdowns against oregon then they struggled with Wyoming. They struggled with Utah State and then got beat by Notre Dame, beat by Arkansas, and throttled by Liberty last week. Oh, just absolutely dumpster fire of a game against Liberty. Yes. Nope, that's totally fair. Um, Yeah, so since it's your week to go first, I'm just going to go over my pick from the last episode again because it's a Thursday night game so we kind of already went over it but taking Washington State getting eight points at home against Utah yeah they just they, they tend to play close games at home I don't know that Utah's that great so I don't know I, I expect it to be close I don't expect them to win by any means but keep it within a touchdown I like it. Yep. Which brings me to my next pick, which I don't really love it, but I just, it's one of those sucker bets, but I'm going to go with it anyway. And take Cincinnati, which it looks like on Bovada right now, they're even against UCF. And I will take Cincinnati over UCF and I'll pick them. Um, all right. Yeah, I, I had looked at that game, honestly. 
and I was thinking UCF would be getting a, almost a touchdown. Yeah. And UCF getting a touchdown, I like UCF in that game. Yeah. No, I think it's going to be a close game, but not as a pick em. I can't see UCF winning. No, yeah, I, I don't think they win, but yeah, I, I agree. I think they keep it close. And uh, yeah, I would have liked to have uh, seen UCF getting a few more points, but it is what it is. All right. So for my next pick, I am going with Illinois minus seven and a half against Nebraska. I just, hmm. I like Nebra- I like Illinois. I think Nebraska is still kind of just trash. And I may buy that half point just to get it to seven because I don't love the seven and a half. Well, you better get it in quick, yeah, because it looks like that line's already moving. I think it's at eight. Oh, it's at eight right now. Well, I'll just I'll leave it at eight. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna buy a full point. But I just Illinois has been playing really good football. I feel like the last couple weeks, I feel like they've been playing good football all year, honestly. They had that early season loss to Indiana, and they just kind of been rolling ever since then. The only real exception was the Iowa game, and Iowa's defense has a way of making good offenses not look good. Yeah. And honestly, I think Minnesota's a solid team, and they beat them by 12 this past week, or two weeks ago. They had a bye week this last week, so. I guess they got a week of preparation. I don't know. I just I think Illinois is a much better team than Nebraska. Yep, I don't hate it. Um, and then more Marshall hate for my last pick. All right, I love it. I'm always here for the Marshall hate. Uh, Coastal Carolina plus two. All right. Why wasn't Coastal Carolina like receiving votes in the top twenty five like a week ago before they lost to Old Dominion? I believe so. Yeah. I just, that's like a big fall, I feel like, for them from going like just about to crack that top 25. Maybe they did get to like 25 or something to underdog against a four and three Marshall team. Yeah. Coming off a of bye week? Like, yeah, I know. I definitely like Coastal Carolina. Marshall did beat Notre Dame, though. You've seen how good yeah. they look this year. Yeah, they're really busting down the doors, losing to, I don't know, what team did they just play? <laughs> exactly. Some shit ass team. Who'd they lose to most recently? <laughs> Stanford? No, they beat. Oh, no, they did lose to Stanford. Like the that worst Pac 12 team. Yeah, it was yeah like and then the they beat UNLV game. by like 20. Yeah. And then they play Syracuse this week, and they're only getting three. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, that seems strange, but. Oh, so. Well. Yeah, I honestly I wanted to pick that Syracuse game. I, I actually like that game. But ah man. See now I'm gonna talk myself into it, but there's just one bet I like more. I'm going with Iowa against Northwestern. And you say we don't do it enough, but I'm taking the under. Ballsy ballsy move, sir. I just I don't think the over under is at thirty seven. I was right gonna now. say that's so low, but I mean 
I don't think either of those teams can score 10 points. That's fair. Like, yeah, the over-under's low, but there's no way Northwestern's getting to 10. And the most Iowa scored all year is 27. I was going to say, you don't hardly ever see uh, points per game this late in the year after you've played some of the trash teams at 18 and 14. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's no way, like, Iowa, even against bad teams, can't score 30. And Iowa's defense might be top five in the country. Yes. They have a very good defense. And Iowa's special teams is definitely top five in the country. This might be another game where Iowa's defense doesn't get a touchdown and still scores more points than their offense. Like, I just, I, I don't see either team getting over 10 points. I mean, Iowa might get, like, Iowa could get like 17 to 20, I think, as possible. They might yeah. actually, they're, they're 11 point favorites. They might actually cover a 21 to 9 game. <laughs> but I, I don't, the only way this game hits the over is a lot of turnovers inside the red zone or pick sixes or something like that. Right. Nope. That's fair. That is fair. Should we, uh, the thing is that line's actually moved up when I looked at it the other night, it was 35 and a half. So I was taking that line at 35 and a half. (laughs) Damn. It's just, I don't know. There's no way I see Iowa getting to 30. So, all right. What were you saying? Oh, I was just going to say, should we take a second and just talk about how horrible the SEC bias is and how they have like a hundred teams in the top, like 15 to 25. And so they can say that they've beat each other. I, I honestly don't understand it at all. Like, They've been horrible out of conference. Do people not watch that? Penn State beat the crap out of Auburn. Uh, who was it that just got throttled out of conference too? I forgot who just played out of conference and got throttled. And it's like, do people not see this? But then they're ranked. Yeah, I. the thing is, Auburn even is um, like doing relatively well in the SEC. Like, early season, I was like, oh, yeah, no. The SEC is just, like, Auburn's awful. And then they get to conference play, and they're performing well. Well, and that's that's the thing. You have Georgia, you have Alabama, and you have Tennessee. And then you have teams that shouldn't even be in the top 50. They're, they are horrible. I mean, Mississippi State was just ranked. I mean, I think they were ranked just so Alabama could get another ranked win. But still. Well, and that's the other thing that I think people need to stop doing. This whole idea that, oh, it's a rank, like Tennessee's, oh, they got five ranked wins. And it's like, okay, but none of them are ranked now. I don't give a shit what the team was ranked when you played them week five, because that's not who they are now. Explain to me why, like, Ohio State, under that theory, gets to claim a top five win against this Notre Dame team. Right. Does that make any sense to you? Right. Well, and then they'll talk about that, how, well, Notre Dame, blah, 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 lost to all these teams. Well, then they'll go to the SEC. Well, that's because all the SEC was ranked and they beat each other. So now that's why they're 
knocked out of the top 25 is because they beat each other. You have to yeah. play each other. Like, it's a cir- circular logic. We rank them all in the top 25 because they're the SEC. When they all lose to each other, then they still should count as good wins because it's the SEC. So when you really only have three teams. No, it wasn't even. It was LSU that lost to Florida State. But now all of a sudden they're the greatest team in ranked again. Yeah, they jump up nine spots up to 18. You have seven SEC teams that are currently ranked and two more that are in the others receiving votes category. Yeah, they literally beat a bad Ole Miss team that has played nobody. Florida State beat them, and Florida State is getting beat by horrible teams. They almost lose to Auburn. They get absolutely throttled by Tennessee. They're just not a team. But since they're in the SEC, look at that Ole Miss win. Ole Miss sucks. Ole Miss is a bad football team. But my problem is everybody's so down this year. I don't like any of these teams. Like, I go and look at the Big Ten. The only two-loss team that the Big Ten has that isn't ranked is Maryland. Put Maryland up against Ole Miss, and Maryland beats Ole Miss. Easy. Without even a problem. Penn State beats them by 30. Watching the two teams play, watching all their games all year, Ole Miss has played shitty competition and barely won most of the year. Congratulations on being... Six and one, but put them against Penn State. They're not even in the same ballpark as Penn State, but Penn State's ranked 13th. Well, and the thing is, I don't think Penn State's that good, or at least maybe Penn State is that good. We were kind of talking about it. maybe Penn State is that good, and Michigan's just that much better. That's that's the problem is the top six teams in the country, other than Clemson, I think Clemson's bad too. The top five skipping Clemson are just a whole tier above everyone else. It's not even, it's them and then there's everyone else. It's not even close. Yeah, I just, it'll be interesting to see what happens if Penn State can keep it close against Ohio State this week. Um, But yeah, I think, but that also hurts, like, because the Big Ten has been doing that all year, just beating up on each other. But then when your third best Big Ten team in Penn State, loses by 30 points to Michigan and Ohio State, it just makes everyone else look that much worse, right? Right, but then you have to look at, that's where I have I say you have to look at what they did across conference. Penn State went down, played Auburn at home, and had their third strings in in the third quarter. Like, absolutely curb stomped them. And then Auburn is, like you said, almost beating LSU, almost beating these other teams in the SEC that are supposedly all deserving of being ranked. But you have to look at cross – like you can't say, yes, I agree, okay, Ohio State beats Penn State by 30. Well, again, Penn State shit on the SEC. Well, and then you look at like Texas – I don't think they're as good as maybe you and I both thought they were. And they looked like the better team against Bama for that whole game until their quarterback goes out. Oh, they they would have won by 20 points if their quarterback didn't go out. So, 
I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I agree with you, though. I just, I think it's ridiculous to have seven ranked SEC teams. And then, yeah, like you said, they're just going to claim all year long, oh, Bama's got six top 25 wins. But I will say, though, thankfully, the college football playoff committee doesn't use rankings at the time of the game when they're putting their ranking system together. Yeah, well, that's a really bad thing for Alabama then because they will have zero top 25 wins. See, and I disagree. I think the SEC will still all be ranked at the end of the year. I mean, there's going to be too many. I mean, you're going to have four loss. I I fully expect to see a four-loss LSU team in somewhere between 15 and 19 at the end of the year. See, and that's where... That's where it would have to, because you got LSU, you got Ole Miss, and then there's nobody else that even could be thought of to be ranked. Kentucky and South Carolina are ranked right now. They don't play Kentucky or South Carolina. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're talking about specifically Alabama's schedule. I'm saying Alabama will not have a top 25 win except for maybe LSU. Because Ole Miss, I think, is just going to get beat by the rest of their schedule. I think they're gonna they're a two and a half point favorite. That's one of the games I wanted to talk about. Against a three and four A and M team. You're seven and one, you're ranked fifteenth, but you're a two and a half point favorite. That should tell you everything you need to know about the bias in these rankings. That right there. A Texas A and M team oh, that yeah. got beat by an app state team and has looked horrible all year. But Ole Miss, the seven and one team, is a two and a half point favorite. And like I said, I think they lose out. I think honestly, I think they Ole Miss loses out. I don't think they lose out, but yeah, they're definitely not that good. And I don't think um but I mean I'm looking at their schedule. Yeah, they could not you mention it. They got A and M, then Bama, Arkansas, and Mississippi State. Yeah, they I think they lose Three out of four of those games. Yeah, I agree. And the one I think they probably win is probably Mississippi State at home. Yeah. So, like I said, the only hope, and Alabama's going to put LSU at three losses, almost definitely. So their only hope is a three-loss LSU team for their only ranked win. Texas isn't going to be ranked. Utah State's definitely not going to be ranked. Yeah, you could. I could see... Um, I could see Mississippi State or Arkansas getting back into the rankings. Arkansas more for me than, well, I don't see That's the thing. I don't know. I'm still saying that at the end of the year, Alabama has one ranked team played for strength of schedule, and they lost. Unless, like you said, you get a four-loss four SDC team in the top 25, like barely in. You're You're going to. I, I can guarantee you at least one, probably two four-loss SEC teams are in. But then still, you got one one ranked game by the end of the year that you actually won, that you didn't lose. Yeah, but I mean, what's Georgia sitting at? They got Oregon, Tennessee, and Kentucky on the schedule. Oregon had a much tougher schedule, if you ask me. I mean, Georgia. Granted, Michigan's schedule looks about the same as Alabama's. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, Penn State will be ranked at the end of the year, though, for sure. Yeah, you'll have you'll have Penn State, and then a two loss Penn State, and then you'll have your loss to Ohio State because you will never beat Ohio State. Yeah, we'll see. I got faith. I don't. But Harbaugh can't beat Ohio State. He just did last year. What are you talking about? Yeah, but this is a different Ohio State team. They were on their rebuilding one year. That was their one down year for the rebuild? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, I don't know. I did want to talk about the two Big Ten games this week, though. The uh, Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan-Michigan State game. I was going to say, I only see one Big Ten game. What's the other one? Ohio State-Penn State. Where's the other? The Michigan-Michigan State game. I just told you that. Shut I know, up. That's not, a, that's not a game. Shouldn't be. Um, I don't know. Michigan's 22-point favorite. What are your thoughts on that? I think they win by 40. Michigan State is horrible this year. And if Harbaugh doesn't let him pass all over him, then he needs to be fired. And yes, I know you're a running team and you want to just show well, I saw someone on Twitter, they were talking about, like, what do you do if you're Michigan State? Do you try to stop the run? And I'm like, yeah, I, I load the box and stop the run. Right. No, that's because they're not going to be able to stop the throw anyway. Because Michigan, well, not even that, though. Michigan hasn't even opened up the passing game, so you don't even know if they can. I, right. I make them prove it. I make them prove it on Saturday. Can you throw the ball? Oh, a hundred percent. And chances are the answer to that question is yes, but I'm not going to let you run for 400 yards on me like you did against Penn State. Right. No, I, I think I think that's where they have a huge Michigan, has a huge passing day. Yeah. If they don't, it's good. I feel like it's going to be a long day because say what you will about the state team, but they get up for that Michigan game and – for whatever reason, even go back to like last year, like those wide receivers, like I, I just see Thorne, he just throws it up. He just throws a deep ball. He just throws 50-50 balls and Jaden Reed or whatever idiot wide receiver Michigan State has just comes down 80% of the time. It's ridiculous. So I have less faith in Michigan than you do, but oh, I, I like I said, it's either going to be if Michigan can open up the offense and pass the ball, which they should be able to against Michigan State, yeah, they win by 40. Otherwise, it's a three-point game either way, and they probably lose. And then you got Ohio State, Penn State, which, honestly, I also don't think is really going to be a be a game. Yeah, so Ohio State is a 15.5-point favorite. I Honestly, I've, I, I had that game... I thought about picking it, and I would have gone Ohio State because I I think Ohio State, whatever Michigan does, whenever they play an opponent Michigan played, I think Ohio State wants to beat them by more. Yeah. And Ohio State has the offense to do it. Like, that's the difference. Ohio State has the passing, high-flying offense to just rack up points quickly. Yes. Whereas Michigan just hands the ball off, and it's like, okay, maybe you get a 50-yard run. Maybe you get a twelve yard run. If you get twelve yard runs, we're gonna we're gonna be here a while <laughs> going down the field. And Ohio State's just like, oh, four plays, forty seven seconds off the clock, touchdown. Yeah, and I know it didn't show up against Michigan, but 
Penn State doesn't have the best secondary, so they are a run stopping. I know, say that laughing, but they don't allow teams to run against them. And Ohio State's just a big yeah. play team that's going to throw all over them. In my right. opinion, yeah, no, I agree. Um, all right, any other games you wanted to go over, or you want to just get right into uh, NFL picks? Um, no, the old Miss line I wanted to talk about just because that's just absolutely insane. And the worst part is I wouldn't even bet them. Yeah, that's the worst part. That is the worst I'd part. I'd probably take A and M still. But uh, no, no other. Alabama's on a bye week, so. Oh, okay. Bye week, Bama. Can't, can't can't talk about can't talk about them. So I guess we go going back to your previous week. Uh, you get first pick for NFL based on our new strategy. Mostly just because I'm better than you. Um, and really, it's just because I had an even money game. As opposed to your minus one ten game, but a win's a win, and I'll take it. Um, so I'm gonna go back to the well again, and I'm gonna take the Titans. They're minus one and a half against the Texans. The game's in Houston. I don't like Houston. I do like Tennessee. Yeah, no, that's that's funny because I knew I knew that was coming. A thousand percent knew that was going to be your pick because realistically that would have been my game of the week. But I I knew better. That line started out as plus five, so the line shifted in favor of tenant or Houston. So I don't I don't know why the line shifted so much in a day, but yeah, I'll, I'll take the Titans. Only giving up a point and a half. I guess yeah. that one doesn't make sense to me. But people probably know something we don't, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. They know something I don't, because I certainly don't know it. Yeah, because I would I, like I said, I would have taken that game. Um, So, like an idiot, I'm going to take the Packers under. All right. You know, we don't do enough of those. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's sitting at 47 and a half. Yeah, we might want to buy the half point, just, but, I mean, it's not highly likely you have perfect touchdowns anyway, touchdown for touchdown, but that is my pick. All right, um, yeah, I don't know, I don't hate it, so, <laughs> it's, uh, funny you m- mention, oh shit, that is a Thursday night game, whoops, um, yeah, because we're not doing our streak bets, I had, uh, the Bucks game. I didn't realize that game was on Thursday night, though. Um, and honestly, I like the under in that Bucks game. So that's your second game? Yeah. I just... The Bucks offense looks anemic. They can't score more than 10 freaking points. Fair. And I don't know what's going on with the Ravens. They just... I don't know. The Bucks have a good enough defense to keep the Ravens under 30. Realistically, 20 I would say maybe the Ravens can score, and I don't see the Bucks getting to twenty. I, I just I, I don't see how that game gets over forty. No, understandable. So, yeah, I just I didn't realize it was a Thursday night game. Good job. 
That's what happens when you don't... I'm looking at my sheet. I'm not looking at the actual games. I'm just looking at the sheet where I have all my picks at. So, And then I'm going to do something really ridiculous, or should we maybe not do this since it's going to uh, throw it everything off? I was going to say the Bengals was my other pick. Minus three and a half. Uh, why, why does that throw everything off? It's on Monday. Monday night. So typically we did... Oh, because we do... Yeah, we Sunday record night. Sunday. Yeah, so we wouldn't know if we actually won or lost. Um, So we'd have to circle back to it. We could either circle back to it or do what we're doing right now and just record Monday night. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If you're still on your split shift, it shouldn't really be that big of a deal. Yeah, and I will be, at least for... So, no, I, I, I think it's, I think it's, yeah, I think it's fine then. Okay. So I'll take the Bengals. Okay. So you got the Bengals minus, do you want a minus three and a half? No, change it to minus three. Okay. So you want me to buy that half point? Yeah. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Um, all right. So quick recap of, yeah, I just think it's funny because you were complaining we don't do enough overs, unders, and. This week we're like, yeah, half the picks are going to be overs and unders. <laughs> but I don't know. You just you get a team. You, you get team. You know, there's just certain teams that I feel like can't score points, and it just makes sense to pick them. It's like every week I go look at Iowa to see what their over unders at, and like, can the other team score enough if you add Iowa's ten points to it <laughs> to hit that over? Yeah. But so to recap, I have. Washington State plus eight. The fight in a lion eye minus seven. Iowa in the under at thirty-seven. The Titans minus one and a half. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers under at forty-five. And then Nolan, you got East Carolina getting three points. Cincinnati as a pick'em. Coastal Carolina getting two points. The Packers under at 47.5. And and the Bengals minus three. Yep. I don't know. I like like all those picks. Um, I don't really mind any of them. Hopefully we can actually get some parlay wins this week. Yeah, all the parlay wins. So I do find it interesting looking at these NFL games, though, is... That Packers game that you got the under in, mm-hmm. just the the Packers being a ten and a half point underdog with Aaron Rodgers as quarterback just seems extremely weird to me. Yeah, no, that's fair, but they have looked like crap. So, well, in all honesty, I'm surprised the Bucks, who have also looked like crap, are only a one and a half point underdog against the Ravens. Yeah. No, I I 100% agree with that. That seems very off, but I'm not going to bet against Brady. Maybe he'll get back with uh, Giselle and the Witchcraft, so. Yeah, I don't know. You've been been saying for a while now that they got to get that offense going at some point, and they just keep not getting it going. Yeah, and I thought it was going to be this past weekend and I think it's a whole different game if Evans catches that pass but I thought watching that I was like oh first play touchdown they're just gonna open it up today and then it's like they just forfeited after he dropped that pass 
I don't even know how to explain it. They were just like, yeah, yeah, yeah we just don't want to play anymore. Bowed out. Yeah, we're like, yeah. Yeah, whatever. It's just weird. Um, yeah, so I had the, like, my kind of alternate picks were the Bengals and the Bills. I definitely would have taken the Bills in that game just because I don't trust anything that the Packers are doing. Yeah, uh, there's no way I would bet would have bet that, though, just because that's just too many points, even yeah, without and trusting that, it. It's yeah, just, that's my other problem just, is Aaron Rodgers and his voodoo comeback magic. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't do that one. But I do find it interesting that the Giants, what are they, 6-1, and one, are underdogs going to Seattle, though. Yeah, everyone, nobody likes the Giants. Nobody likes the Giants, but are they, just, giving that, are they just putting that much faith in the Seahawks' home field advantage? Yeah, I don't know. People like to hate the Giants, and they think old... What's his face? Is just that bad. Their quarterback, Jones, Danny Jones. They just think he's that terrible, and he keeps proving everybody wrong. Yeah, well, eventually he'll go back to the, go back into turn back into the pumpkin that he is. I don't know. Not if teams don't play him against the run. It's so funny watching him run every time. He just looks so slow and clunky, but I think he had like 100 yards this past week. I could just be completely making that up, but I swear he just kept running. I'm like, how are you letting this guy that looks so unathletic and horrible keep running the ball? Yeah, he had 107 yards on the ground on 11 carries and one touchdown. No, that's what I'm saying. And watching him, because I, we, I mean, we both were watching it's like, what the hell? How is that dude running? But he just had big gaps and just took off. Nobody even touched him for 20 yards at a time. Yeah, I always think the same thing whenever Tom Brady takes off. I'm like, this dude's 40. How is he running? No, and then he like, gets like 10 yards, and I'm like, how? Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what old dude looks like. He looks like Tom Brady running at 40, and he still is getting all these. I don't even... He doesn't look as feeble like he's going to disintegrate when he gets hit. (laughs) No, that's fair. Oh, man. I still can't believe the Jags down on that one-yard line against the Giants this week. Yeah. That was a crazy play because, I mean, it was inches. Idiot. You just got to stick the ball across the goal line. Dumb. True. So, all right. You got anything else you want to talk about on the NFL games? No. All right, so that brings us to the end of the podcast, where Nolan is going to tell us what his pick of the week is. Oh, all this pressure, you're going to start with me, huh? All right, pick of the week is Coastal Carolina. All right. Continue the hate. The Marshall hate. Just anything that's against Marshall, that's where you're at. Yep. All right, I'm going to go with... My Iowa under, I think. All right. I just think, I don't think they can score that many points. Fair enough. Let's actually hit both of them again and get the parlay. And Yeah, that pick of the week parlay. That's, that'll be nice. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. Easy money. Easy money. I like it. All right. 
So that's going to do it for this episode of the Increased Odds podcast. I hope everyone has a great week of betting and great fortunes for everyone this weekend. I hope your team wins. I hope your bets hit. And until next time, have a good one. 